Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode four. I cannot believe that we actually made it almost a month into this, and we have gotten through all of the really fun parts of figuring out what kind of sound equipment to use and what sound effects to use. So thank you so much for hanging on through what has been a pretty, I don't know, I feel I feel pretty good about it so far. Um, there were some bumps, but I think I think it's all coming together. So I'm so grateful for everyone who's listening. And I'm really excited about today's topic. And today we're talking about living for the weekend. So I have an amazing guest with us today, someone who is probably one of the best people I know to talk about a work-life balance because she does more things than most people I know. So today's guest is a PR account executive working in the beauty, wellness, and lifestyle space. And during her five to nine, and occasionally on the weekends, you can find her wearing different hats as the designer of her own fine jewelry brand, In the Silence, as a co-host for the podcast, The Innuendo Show, which guys, if you have not heard it yet, 10 out of 10 recommend. I am not quite through the first episode, but I am excited to keep listening. Um, She's also a writer for the online magazine Style Salute and a pet parent to a feisty cat named Kahira, who I actually got most of my cat parenting tips from our guests. So very exciting. Um, And when she's not working, she's either hiking, teaching herself how to play the piano again, or singing Broadway show tunes at the top of her lungs. Everyone, please welcome Melissa Mondesier. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. Hello. (laughs) How are you, Melissa? I feel, well, I mean, I caught up with you a moment ago, but I haven't seen you. You were like the last person I saw before lockdown in 2020. So how are you? How have you been? What's new? I'm doing great. And I know I've missed seeing you and hearing your voice. Honestly, like when I heard just the intro of like your podcast, I was like, oh my gosh, like I need to talk to Jace again. Like I felt it in my heart. Like every time I see you, you're always just so happy. So I miss (laughs) like saying hello, friend, and just being like yourself. So I'm so happy to be speaking to you again. I'm glad that this is like an opportunity that we have to not just talk about living for the weekend, but just to like, I don't know, be friends again. I know. I'm so excited to connect with you. Also, you can tell Melissa's really nice because we met through work. And when she says that, I'm always so happy. I know that that is maybe an exaggeration. I never, I don't think I ever caught you in a bad moment. Like, of course, like, I mean, you're human. It's not like you had a smile plastered on your face at all times, but your energy and just who you are is a happy person. And you're a kind and caring person. And that like, overtakes you having a bad day and not being super happy. That moment, you know? You're too nice to me. (laughs) And this is why I'm so excited to have you join us because we, I mean, we all just heard your credits and all the things that you work on. What a lot of people should know is that you also have a master's degree. So you obviously have kind of gone through some of the, the difficulties of like graduate school, and yet you still are like a smiling and happy and such a nice person. So I'm really excited that you're on here, especially for this topic, but also because we start every episode with a little segment called The News Inspired, and we're going to talk about all of the good news from the past couple of weeks and i don't know you're just happy these 
these headlines are going to be happy. So it's very exciting to have you um, for this part. So the first very exciting headline um, is that Starbucks released new drinks. By the time that this podcast comes out, they'll have been out for a couple of weeks. They are smash hits. I don't know if you have tried the new shaken espresso drinks, but I am obsessed. I haven't tried them. Honestly, I don't think anyone wants me to try them because I'm not very good with caffeine. <laughs> <laughs> you know this. Actually, you do know this. Oh, yes. We would be working the longest days and Melissa would be like, I'm going to get crazy. I'm going to have a cup of tea now. <laughs> or no, remember that drink that I always had you open? But Yes. Oh, my gosh. That was that was bad. I Honestly, I'm not going to lie. I've always felt like I was high when I had it because there was just so much caffeine in it and I was like I can't I can't when you got out the energy drinks you were like it is go time for Melissa (laughs) well maybe you can just try like a little one I highly recommend very delicious um but also I think the the grande one has like three shots of espresso in it so more my speed oh my gosh (laughs) Um, okay, second headline that we're going to talk about. I don't know if you've been keeping up with um, WandaVision on Disney. Oh my gosh, yes, 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 I'm obsessed. Uh, yes, I just, you... I'm caught up, yes. Okay, sorry. You are? Okay, good. No, no, I'm glad. So I don't know if you have the same song stuck in your head that I have in mine, but Agatha All Along has been in my head for, what, like three, four weeks now. And I just saw a feature piece. I well, I don't want to say what TV show it was on because I'm worried I'll get it wrong. But I saw a feature piece that the the two writers who wrote it were the songwriters for the Frozen movies. And that's why it's stuck in our head. Oh my gosh. No, that's, oh, I love that news. Frozen was so good. It changed my life when I first saw it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it was. It was such a good one. But I was so, it was just so cute that that was, I don't know, just such a little um, come around for them. Also, for our third our third headline, I don't know if you're familiar with the situation with the first dogs this week. So um, President Biden's dogs, Champ and Major, there was an incident at the White House where one of them bit someone and it was a big deal because they left the White House the same day and everyone was worried. But the good news, all of these headlines are good news, remember. So the good news, um, the individual who was bit, it was very minor. He was a secret service man who apparently spooked the dog by accident. Um, and the dogs leaving the White House was apparently completely unrelated. It was just because uh, the first family's traveling and they're coming back. And so having the dogs are coming back. And I think that is amazing news because we need dogs in this White House to balance this all out. So I'm very excited to report that the first dogs are making a comeback. Oh, that's so good. No, that's so scary. Like, no. for people to be like, oh my gosh, they're leaving because they bit someone. But I can't I deal with stories like that. I can't. <laughs> I know. It's literally, and there's such like, to have dogs in government is my favorite thing. And even my teenage sister will send me like screenshots of the news when she sees that the dogs are on it. <laughs> and it's just so good that they're coming back. So, I mean, dogs are cute, they help. Thanks. Exactly. We all we all need that in our lives, especially right now. So this has been uh, the news inspired. And I hope that these are just the first of many headlines to come out um, that get us all a little bit excited and optimistic. 
So now I'm very excited that we get to have Melissa on this week to talk about living for the weekend because we live in a time, especially during a pandemic, where work can be something that becomes your life. Um, You know, I've been guilty of this. I think a lot of people, especially working from home, have a hard time separating work-life balance. Even since like starting a podcast, I have realized like, oh, before this, I was just working nonstop. Like this showed me that I need to break it up. So Melissa is here because she has this resume of all the things she has to balance. So no one really knows better than her, I think, of 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 talking about doing more than just living for the weekend and trying to get through work your whole life. So Melissa, to start off, could you just tell us what you think of when you hear the the term the hustle? Yes. Okay. So the hustle for me, how I would like to find that is when you have this goal or dream and you're doing everything you can to achieve it. And when it comes when it when it comes to the hustle, it's kind of like you're putting games, not games, but you're putting pieces on like a chessboard mm-hmm. and everything is a strategy to get to that ultimate goal. Interesting. So, okay, because you define this even different than I would think of it. So when you think the hustle, do you think good thing, bad thing, both? I think it could definitely be both. Hustle, when I initially just think of the word, I think of just constant movement, always doing something. And if you're not strategic, you can end up just being busy and busy is not equivalent to productive, um, which is why I definitely put the word strategy into it. Because if you're not, if you have no strategy, you're just going to be, I would, I would say wasting your time uh. doing things and not getting to where you need to be. Oh my gosh, just dropping little gems of wisdom right there. Like, okay, I love this. So I love that because when I think of the, okay, I started as my adult career after college. I started thinking like, I really love my work. I, I, I want to do this. I want to become good at it and like make all these connections and build my skills. And I just became burnt out so quickly. So in my head, I was like, oh, I'm hustling. And pretty quickly, I was like, oh, the hustle is actually a bad thing. But I love that you're saying it can have, it, it can be a good thing. You just have to, to do it right, maybe? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Doing it right. Like taking the time to play. I mean, it's kind of hard to like plan everything out in life. But anytime you like hear like a motivational person or speaker speak they're always saying like you know have a goal and make sure it's like a definitive goal not just like this grand scheme of things well I feel like any hustle like what are you hustling for you're not just hustling to hustle like you're doing it for a reason so if it's someone who like for example I would say like best example since we're in LA yeah they want to be an actress Okay, so off to the side, they're taking acting classes, but then they also have a job and that job is to help them, you know, have money to survive. Mm, But then also they're like doing projects off to the side to kind of build their resume. Like all these things are in place to help them reach that ultimate goal, which is being an actress. You're not just sitting mm. there working to do nothing. Like it's for a reason. So if you're hustling, why not have an actual goal in place? And I don't know, I just see it as like a chess game. Okay, so if you compared it to a chess game, 
you obviously have a lot of pieces on the board, right? Full-time job in PR, owning slash designing, running a, a small business for fine jewelry, uh, now hosting a podcast, writing. How would you describe your hustle? So I would say everything's kind of like broken down into little, into different sections. So the PR job is like the main thing, but that's to feed into my other hustles. Um, I love PR. I've loved everything I've learned. And I want to take all of that and put into everything else I do. Um, So PR would be like number one, as in like living and breathing and eating. Mm -hmm. And then everything else that I do is kind of like a dream that I'm going after. So having my own um, fine jewelry business, it's like, I love fashion. I love jewelry. I wanted something that was mine. I wanted to design something like that's from my brain and to have it be, you know, something that I love to bits and pieces and share that with other people. So that's one dream. The next is writing for, you know, a magazine. I, since I graduated from school, undergrad, I wanted to be a fashion editor and I let that dream die. Um, and one thing that I learned is that you can make your life as interesting and as rich and as full as you want it to be, but you have to do it. Mm-hmm. You have to go out there and do it. Take the steps, fail if you have to, but do it. If you mm-hmm. sit there and you just live life and you wonder what if, like, is that a life truly lived or is that yeah. just existing? And I don't want to exist. I want to live. And so that is why I'm, you know, writing, uh, your hustles even though it's strategic, it's all things that are fun. PR, I love all the things yeah. that I'm learning. And I mean, I love to learn. I love knowledge. So that fulfills that part of me. Creating, that fulfills that part of me when it comes to my jewelry. Writing, which is another form of creation, that fulfills that part in me. And then talking to a friend and just having fun. Like everything is, it's fun, but it's all a dream to, you know, have a full life. <laughs> That's it having a full Mm. life. I like how you call it a full life, because I think one thing that a lot of people struggle with, myself included, is like, if you have a job, even if you love your job, that can quickly become all you think about. Or on the other end, if you have a job, maybe that you're doing, because, you know, like you said, like, maybe an actor who is um, building their resume and auditioning, like they might still have a full-time job while they try to um, like land their first big role or something like that, where like they have these passions and a job. And then on top of that, people are trying to layer in like hobbies and friends. And one thing that I have really been struggling with lately is like keeping the house clean, like cat parenting. You have all of the, some people have real children. I, I can't even <laughs> imagine. Like, I'm like having a kid, like having a cat is enough. I feel like I have a child. I'm constantly saying, no, don't do that. Get off of that. Oh my gosh. I can't. Melissa, I flew with a cat a couple of months ago. I'll tell you about that later. Um, so I guess my question kind of coming off of all of that is when when you talk about having a full life, like how do you prioritize uh, prioritize anything in with all of the things you have going on, all the pieces that you have moving in your life? Like how do you prioritize things and still manage to get it all done? So I would say the thing that I'm learning is to be flexible <laughs> because yes. when you have so many different things, like some 
some weeks, something is going to take priority over something else. Like, of course, like my full-time job that always takes priority because that's how I'm like eating (laughs) and then funding everything else. But in terms of like everything else that I'm doing off to the side, it's like one weekend could be like, okay, I am focusing on building out my website. I'm creating content. And that's all I'll focus on because I have like deadlines that I've placed in my head. Another weekend I'll be like, okay, I have a deadline um, for this article. I have to interview this person and I have to have this write-up done by this time. So it all depends on when these deadlines are. And I just shift everything around. I wouldn't say that there's a perfect balance. I think it's just finding that sweet spot in that moment that Mm. helps you fulfill whatever you need to do to get it done. Yeah, I love that. Just kind of living in the moment. Do you... Okay, this is getting really specific and I promise we'll go back to some more meaningful questions, but I'm just curious because you do so many things. Do you have to like keep a to-do list or are you more of a like whatever I feel like needs to get done is what we're going to do today? I'm definitely not a to-do list person. I'm terrible at that. Like (laughs) I can write things down and it just doesn't like, I don't know if I do a to-do list personally for me, I list everything out and it makes me overwhelmed and then I do nothing. It's really a to do nothing list because like I get nothing done. I just, I can't see too many things at once because it feels too big and I don't know how to tackle it. What I do is at the beginning of each month, I will literally like I have a calendar in my office and I'll plan out the month and I'll give myself like hard deadlines for things. And I'll say, by this date, I want this to be completed. By this date, I want it to be completed. So it just feels like, like I have a little bit more room to like move and navigate. So I'll say, okay, I want all the copy on my website to be completed by like the 15th. I want to be able to have my samples in by this time. And then I feel like I can handle it. And I mean, it feels great being able to like knock stuff off the list. or like, I have this article that's due by this time. So I have to give myself, you know, enough days to get it done. So that's kind of how I break it down. I just do an overview of the month. I give myself dates, but I don't do like, okay, by this, like within this day, I need to get this, 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 this done. Cause uh-uh, it won't get done. I can't. <laughs> you know, I'm like a, a detailed, oh, yeah. a very detailed, like list. <laughs> down to the hour. So it's, I'm always intrigued by hearing how other people manage it without not do that. A list. Um, okay. So kind of going back to a little bit more big picture. Um, our, like the main thing I want to focus on today is is doing more than living for the weekend, right? Because so many people work, 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 work all week, clean house all week, take care of kids all week. And then they're like, on the weekend, I'm just going to be brain dead. Like couch all weekend, that's all I need. How do you prevent that from happening? Like how do you stay inspired to continuously be working, creating, performing to your best ability? Having grace with myself. (laughs) Mm. So not every single weekend I'm like hustling. I'm not moving every single weekend because there are some times we need a break. Like I know there was one time I was going so hard for like a month and a half. I was working seven days a week. I was working like three different jobs and I was doing everything. Mm. And I was like a wreck because everybody was like, trying to get in contact with me and I couldn't even like maintain normal relationships. Um, And so after that time I was like, okay, I know we have this dream, but now we're getting to the point where we're not being productive because Mm -hmm. if you burn yourself out, you can't fulfill any of the things that you're trying to do. So Mm -hmm. I had to like, 
back up a little bit and not be so, I guess, like money focused and functioning out of like, like the fear of lack. Right. Um, And so I had to take a step back and I had to say, okay, there are some days where it is okay for you to like binge out on a show. Like you you don't have to sit in your bed, like from sun up to sun down. But if you do feel like it for that one day, you can do it. Because if you don't give yourself time to breathe, you're burnt out. And when you're burnt out, you're not inspired and you can't do what you want to do. Um, And I think another thing that helps being inspired is actually just loving the things that you're doing. Um, If I'm, if I'm excited about it, I'm inspired to do it. If I wake up in the morning and that's all I can think about, like, and I have to just get that creative energy out, I'm going to do it. I'm not going to just not do it right (laughs) I just genuinely love it and I want to keep going for it so it it definitely helps to have that but I think if someone is like feeling burnt out and they feel like they're not inspired the best thing to do is to take a step back and to breathe because if you don't give yourself time to breathe you're going to stay stuck in that rut and you have to remember you are not a machine like you are a human and you have to give yourself time to breathe to process to live. If you want to do something that has nothing to do with your hustle, your dream, do it. You'll feel so much better. Do you think that part of that, of stepping back and saying, oh, I, I need to rest. I need to take a break. Do you think that that ever involves like trimming away some of the excess things? And I mean, I feel like that might be a loaded question, but if, if people find that they do have to trim something and there, you know, there's only so many hours in a day, like how do you decide what to cut out when you have so many passions? It's actually a really good question. I think, I think in life things just evolve and some things like become higher, I guess, in your mind than others. So I I think for me, I just kind of like, fluctuate between different things. So if something is what I'm really inspired about, I'll just focus on that one thing and I won't try and reach and do everything else and kind of like let another activity or passion just breathe for a bit. Mm. So I'd say a great example for me personally is like with my jewelry business that has so many fluctuations. Like I have to like weave in and out of it because Mm. I'm not just dealing with myself. I'm dealing with manufacturers. We're in the middle of COVID. Like things are Mm -hmm. like shutting down, opening again, shipping is taking a while. So I can't control everything like I would like to. So in times when things like that are happening, okay, that's when I'm focusing on writing more. And my goal is to not just write for style salute. I want to write for like refinery and pop sugar. Mm. I take time and I like invest reading in those, like reading those publications, thinking of ideas that come up and pitching to them to see if they're like, you know, down to let me write for them. But you know, I I think it's just, it's about being flexible. Nothing is, it's not always like logical. Like you can't always break things down and be like, because this thing is happening, I will let this go. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Some of it is just like going based on how you feel. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I'm that person. I'm like, do it how you feel. Like if for some reason something is either not working, it's frustrating you, or it's it's bringing you too much anxiety and stress and it's no longer fun, let that breathe. Focus on something else that you're like super passionate about and you will come back to it. If it's something you love, you'll come back to it. It's not gone forever. You're just taking some time. So you're not necessarily like cutting it off and dropping it, but you're like just giving it some space. It's still there. It's 
on the sideline for a second, almost like a, like a sports, wow, me talking about sports, almost like a sports team. Like you rotate them in for a minute. Maybe they sit on the sideline for a second or they switch positions. I love that. And I think I like that you talk about kind of doing what feels right, because I found about, it's probably about a year ago, around the time all of this started, I found myself working nonstop. You know, I, I, I get up really early. So I'd start at like 4 a.m. and I would go until like 8 and then I'd go to bed like an hour later and like there was just no break. And I would do this seven days a week and it was just nonstop and I was so burnt out. And so what I, I decided in all of my wisdom was that I was going to make sure I was taking a Sabbath because I do think people are created to rest. And, um, you know, I wanted to take like a day every week for resting and um, like spending time with God and just and just not focusing on work. But I inadvertently made a rule for myself that on that day, I would not do anything. You know, like if I, you know, I, I just wanted to like sit at home and watch Netflix or, you know, like read, like I, I wasn't going to work on anything. And then what I found was that whole day, all I could think about was, oh, there's this project I really want to be doing at work right now that I'm not doing now. Or, oh, I'd really like to be working on whatever I'm doing on this video game, like whatever level I'm on, or I'd really like to be writing or, or whatever it, my hobby was at that time. And I was just like, no, I'm not going to do that. And I just found myself in this place of like, sure, you're not working, but you're also not doing what you like. And so it, it ended up becoming more like what you're saying, like you kind of have to do what feels right and, and what inspires you so that you're always living this life of like meaningfulness and you're always doing the things that make you happy. And I do believe that we are all like our best selves when we're doing the things that we love instead of just working for the weekend all the time. <laughs> and like fulfill your purpose. I mean, yeah. things that we have have an affinity for are like different skills and talents and desires that God's placed in us. Mm. Um, and I mean, sometimes it doesn't feel like it's that big. Like I know everyone's like, be well in the Christian community, it's like be kingdom minded and like whatever you're doing, do it for God. But I mean, sometimes it's just like, I really like talking to people and so you talk to people and through that, you can encourage someone, you know, like everything, anything could be used for God. Just live out your life. I mean, he gave you these things for a reason. Just do them. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. I love that. So let's transition a little bit and talk about relationships because a lot of people, whether it's in work or it is with like their side passions, they let it interfere with their relationships, whether it's working 24 seven, so that they're not investing in, you know, their children, or some people are just really passionate about cars, and they let that distract from their partners, or they're really into like computers or trying to start a business and having the best intentions, but then it takes away from their family. Like, how do you find that the hustle impacts your relationships? So this is where I would say, like finding balance is important um, because I guess too much of anything can turn into something bad. Um, mm. And hustle can definitely impact relationships and take it to the negative side. Mm -hmm. um, for me personally, I don't know, we're in COVID. So things are kind of different. And that's when I've been like going crazy. So maybe it'll be different when like 
everyone's like, hey, come hang out with me. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but I mean, right now, I haven't seen too much of an impact, I think, because I try to take the time necessary for relationships. Mm-hmm. So yes, I'm not talking to my friends every single day of the week. But you know, I'm, I'll text them from time to time to see how they're doing. I'll say like, Hey, are you free this time? Let's jump on a call. Let's, I hate saying jump on a call because it sounds like, I but I mean, like, <laughs> <laughs> that's like the PR in me. So like, Trauma. Let's on the phone. <laughs> um, let's like get on zoom so I can see your face or FaceTime, you know? So I think taking that time because relationships are so important. And I think during this time, I didn't realize how important they were until, you know, you can't just go out to a bar and meet with someone or have brunch with someone else. So I think Mm -hmm. I I take more time to make it important, make it more of an important thing in my life. It also helps when you have friends that are understanding on something and someone's like, Hey, do you want to do something? Or do you want to talk? Or do you want to do X, Y, Z? I'm just like, okay, just give me like a few minutes. I'm like working on something really quick. I want to finish it because I am one of those people, like I can get so focused on something and I need to finish it in order to be done. Either if I, if it's something that I'm like, I can't step away from, I'm just transparent and open about it. And I'm like, Hey, I'm really working on this. I want to finish. I'll hit you back later, but just make mm-hmm. sure you come back later. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that, that relationship continues. I think it's just, it's making time. Like you have to, you have to, you cannot oh. let your hustle take that away from you because at the end of the day, when you reach your goal, who are you going to celebrate with? Mm, exactly. And even in, I love that, like when you reach your goal, who are you going to celebrate with? But also just like when you're on your way to your goal, it's kind of like if you're on a road trip, right? Like if you are on a road trip across the country and you're headed to the sunny beaches of Southern California, Right. Like the end goal is great. It's going to be beautiful. You might have some fun along the way, but how much better will it be like with someone in the car with you? You know, like it's just, I don't know. I've definitely, especially during COVID, I realized how much I took advantage of my relationships before and how I have to make sure I'm making the time to invest in the people around me. Still not great at it. Like I think I've already (laughs) mentioned on this call, I (laughs) do a little bit of hermiting. because I hate with a passion, like video calls. But yeah, I like that. Gosh, what was the book I was reading? I can't remember it. But I think Seven Habits of a Success... Oh gosh, I'm going to mess it up. Seven Habits of a Successful Person or something like that. I don't know. I did not (laughs) read the whole book, but I really liked uh, most of it um, that I did listen to uh, because he was talking about how we focus so much on being independent and the opposite side of that is being codependent, but where we really want to be is interdependent. So it's like, instead of just being Mm. like, I, 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 I will fulfill this. Like I will do this. And instead of being like, I need you with me at all times, it's like finding that middle ground because no one really has reached success without somebody else. And it doesn't mean like Mm. someone paid them to get there or someone did X, Y, Z to help them get, it could literally just be like they had a friend to rely on in a moment during their business or they had a word of encouragement that they got that helped them get to the next level like you never really do anything completely alone like sure it could be like i'm the owner of my business i'm the one who designs i do xyz 
But yeah, like I still have my friends that are supporting me. I still have my friends that have input. I still have friends that are like into like aesthetics and graphics and they give me inspiration. Like I don't do anything alone. Like, yes, Mm -hmm. I am at the forefront and I'm making all the executive decisions, but there's still things that there's still input that comes in from other places. So I think interdependence is where we like need to be in terms of like a hustle. Like you can't do it all by yourself because it's already a lonely road and you're going to need other people and you can't be attached to other people because I mean, it's your dream. You got to get it done. But finding like that middle ground, interdependence. Interdependence. I honestly don't think I've thought of it that way. I really like that. Okay. I always say that I'm going to keep this at 30 minutes and then it's never 30 minutes, but I want to make sure I have, I do have three questions I want to get to before we're done. So I, I want to transition into those, I guess. So the first one is very practical. So for someone who's juggling a lot, you know, whether it's multiple jobs, hobbies, starting, you know, a side hustle, you know, they're just really hustling. What are some like really practical, um, tangible tips that you would maybe give to someone to manage all of the things that they're doing? So I I think some of these I already mentioned, but number one thing for me is setting deadlines. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be like, like it doesn't have to be things that are like down to the hour, down to the minute, just (laughs) work on, like work on what works best for you, like how Mm -hmm. you like fulfill your deadlines. But I think it's just great to have a set date of when you want something to be done Mm. and work towards that. But another tip is to be flexible because Mm -hmm life in general has its ups and downs. There's going to be days where something happens that kind of throws off your day or like something happens that throws off your plan and you have to just adjust to that. But being okay with it, Mm. (laughs) you have to let it go. Like if you have a deadline and it's something that's out of your control and you can't fix it, you gotta let it go. Yep, yep, absolutely. (laughs) I mean, it does nothing for you to hold on to that. And I, I love someone who loves to control things <laughs> and I love things to be done a certain time, a certain way. hundred percent. I have to learn to let things go and not to like make myself upset about it and focus on it because when I'm just upset and focusing, I'm not getting anything done. And if I am trying yeah. to work on something else, it's not going to be to the best of what I could actually do um, or something that I would be proud of. So, I mean, it's easier said than done, but like actively working to like breaking down what you can control and what you can't mm-hmm. and just focusing on what you can control and working towards that. So deadlines, flexibility, I would add to that also self-care. And I don't know if you find this to be as true as I have, but, you know, sometimes I think when I'm just stressed and I've been working for eight hours, either, you know, like realizing that my body needs uh, sustenance and finding something good to eat, uh, maybe something I don't know, just like vegetables I've noticed a lot lately have really helped me to kind of keep up my mood and my energy or even like going for a walk. Really, that is honestly the most inspiring thing that I do um, a couple times a week is like make sure I go on like a nice, like even if it's just a 20 minute quick walk, like getting outside, seeing someone else on the side of the road walking their dog when I haven't seen anyone for three days, like that kind of thing is it just really inspires me to keep going and do more than just like sit at home, work and do nothing else. (laughs) 
No, I completely agree with that. Walks are underrated. I didn't realize how important they were until everything shut down. (laughs) Like you are giving yourself like that time to kind of just take in other things. And that's another way to be inspired is to get out of your usual environment and to do something different. And I mean, usually I'd be like, go to a museum or like go to the park. Well, Mm -hmm. we go to parks, but like museums. but like stepping out of your usual space yes definitely change things for you yes it can I will not spend too much time on this topic but um Nick and I accidentally ended up taking a walk through the park that's like part of the La Brea Tar Pits Museum last week and I never thought that I would want to learn so much about dinosaur fossils but wow that was so much fun (laughs) I need to go through there. I don't think I've ever walked through it. I always pass by it, but I never go in. Oh, you really should. I've learned so much. And there's actually this huge park and so many people in there. Highly recommend. Um, okay. So the the next question that I really want to get to, I guess like for you in your life, but also just as an example for, you know, all of us, as we reach, hopefully, knock on wood, the last few months of this pandemic, have you thought about how your hustle will change once we get back to normal life, whether that's, you know, you do get to go outside and do more things. So maybe you'll have more energy, be more inspired, or you'll have to go back to, or we get to go back to interacting with other people, but that means like less time at home to work on, you know, all the things that we do. Like how have, how do you think that your hustle is going to change and and how should other people maybe be like preparing for their hustle to change? I feel like <laughs> open up again. <laughs> it's probably gonna like double because I I can actually interact with people. So like in terms of my business, it would just be so much easier to like contact my manufacturer if there are you know pieces that I want to sample or see. Like I can literally mm. go in and physically see them, feel them, ask questions. Um, to be quite honest, I don't know if it is better trying to get into the jewelry business in the pandemic or out of it because I noticed like when I went before everything closed down, people did not take me seriously because I look really young. Mm. Um, it probably didn't help that I was also wearing my USC sweatshirt, but whatever. <laughs> <You are. laughs> they didn't take me seriously. They didn't really want to answer my questions. And I feel like now that they can't see me face to face, they kind of can't like, they don't know. It's just, I'm, I'm emailing to get something done, but yeah. I feel like it'd be easier to like make those connections, relationships and get things done a lot quicker because things are yes. open. Um, in terms of writing, I mean, you can do that wherever you are. So I think that might stay the same. I might be more inspired because more things will be happening. I'll be doing that. So I honestly feel like it's just going to like up things for me. Like, cause I'll be able to move. I'm someone who does like to move. I don't always like to sit in the house. Mm. So it's all about building the relationships, making things stronger, um, and just spicing it up. So I really think that it would like kind of push me forward to do even more in terms of everyone else. I feel like the same (laughs) thing happen. I really feel like people are, things are going to happen and it's going to be a little bit better because people know what it's like to not have the ability to just get up and go to your friend's house without the fear of like possibly getting someone sick or getting sick Mm -hmm. yourself. You know, I feel like there's just going to be that appreciation for, for relationships, for people, for life. 
that we didn't have before. And I think people are going to not, the things that they probably thought about doing and were afraid to do, it might push more people to do the things that they want to do because we've lived a life where you can't do it. So if you can do it, live your life. That's so amazing. And it's so inspiring to hear you talking about all of the ways that even though there's more to do, like, you're like, that's great. Like that's, that's benefiting me. I love that so much. And how you just see it all is like, I don't know. I, I, an opportunity. I try yeah, it's an opportunity of everything. And I mean, even in your personal life, relationships will be even stronger because it's not just over the phone. Um, right. And of course, there's going to be that moment where you have to find that balance and you have to like put some things aside. Like maybe you're not going out with your friend like every weekend, you mm-hmm. know, and you're yeah. focusing on XYZ. But if you have, people around you that understand what you're doing and what your goals are and what your vision is. I mean, that's what you want. You want people that ride with you that see your vision. If they don't, I, I'm not going to tell people to cut people off, but (laughs) these are people that you don't want to be in your inner core circle. Like they could be acquaintances. They can be people you say hi to on the street, but these are not people that you're keeping in your close circle. So if you have people that ride with you, they see your vision. They're going to understand if sometimes you can't do something because you're working on something else. Yeah. Now that's such a great way to put it. You need to like, you need to be with those people who are going to uplift you and not, you know, drag you down. So the the last question I really want to ask you um, is is kind of at the end of every episode, I always kind of think back on what we've talked about. And then I try to put it in the perspective of someone who's really like looking for that inspiration. So especially this week, I could see like a college student or even like a, a school student or someone who's, you know, been working from home with the rest of their team laid off for the past year. And, you know, someone who's just really feeling burnt out what would you say to them to help them find the inspiration to do more than just live for the weekend? So for me, the thing that always keeps me going, that has pushed me to do anything is finding happiness. (laughs) That's like my main goal in life. It's not to do a ton of things. It's to be happy. Um, And it's finding the things that serve me and moving towards that. And Knowing that I'm moving towards just being happy, that inspires me completely. Not listening to the labels that have been put on me or what my parents expect from me or what society expects from me. Just listening to myself. And I mean, I am a Christian. So also just listening to God and the things that he's put in me and going for that. That's what really inspires me. It's finding happiness. Find that happiness. Yeah. And do what you're do what you were created to do. I love it. Amazing. Well, Melissa, thank you so much for your thoughts. And I I am here talking to you and I feel so inspired. So I really hope that someone else takes something away from this that it helps them to, like we've been saying, you know, do more than live for the weekend, go out, live your best life enjoy. Melissa, before we go, where can the people find you on the social media so that they can they can follow along and see all of these amazing things you're working on? All right. Wow. Okay. I have so many Instagram accounts. This is- <laughs> <laughs> Just list them all. You know? <laughs> um, so my main one is B, so B-E-E underscore Mundazir, M-O-N 
D-E-S-I-R. So that's just me. If you want to follow my life. Um, my jewelry business is at We Are In The Silence. And the new podcast is at The Innuendo Show. Love it. We'll have at least one or two of those tagged on our <laughs> socials at some point this week. Um, thank you. Is there anything before we go, anything that you want to talk about that we didn't get to or anything you're working on that you want to give a little shout out to anything at all? This is your moment. I want to say in terms of, cause I don't know, this conversation just kind of brings me to like, there are some times you get that question of like, what do I do? <laughs> like, I don't know what's next or if you're unhappy doing something, how do I pivot? What do I go to next? I'm going to, I don't know. It's a thought that's been popping in my head a lot. So I'm like, maybe I should just share it. Maybe this yeah. is not, me. maybe it's for someone else. Do it. Um, but in terms of like figuring out what to do next and I guess finding your happiness, I feel like all the answers that we ever need are in our childhood. Um, and sometimes they're not always the best, but in terms of figuring out what you want to do in life, what you want to go towards. I always think of like, look at that thing that you were in love with when you were a kid. Mm. And that is most likely the thing that you're supposed to be doing. Um, and like the, the best example for me personally is I wanted to be a writer since mm -hmm. I was a little kid. And I just let one person say, you shouldn't do that. You won't make enough money. And since then I dropped it and I never did it again until now wow. where I'm like actually seeking to like write and be published. Mm -hmm. Cause that's always, that's, that's the goal. It's to be published. It's not just to write, but to be published as well. Um, and it, it just, it took, I guess, 20 something years for me to sit there and think like, why did I ever not listen to that inner child in me? Like that was the thing that I was good at. It was the thing that made me happy. I loved it. And I dropped it because one person told me anything. So my thing is, do not listen to what anyone says. That thing that you love, do it. What a great way to end. Do it. Just go do it. Be like Melissa. Go do all the things that you love. Make it happen and be inspired. Thank you again, Melissa. It was such a pleasure to have you. We will have to have you back at some point. It was great to speak with you. And also thank you to everyone who's listened to the podcast today and for the past four weeks. Thank you for coming on this journey. Really hope that this has inspired you in some way. Join us again next week for another conversation with another expert in another field. Um, and if you're not already following us on social, check us out at the Life Inspired Pod on Facebook and Instagram. I hope that today's conversation brought you all a little bit of joy and that it helps you live the life inspired. Mm -hmm.